Hello and welcome to Mean Mommy Kink Podcast. And we are here again. And of course, mommy is always pissed off because that's just how she is. But before I get into <laughs> before I get into that, we're gonna start with our business for the week. So <clears throat> I really love this business, but I do not know how to pronounce the name. So I'm gonna spell it for you. It's C T O a n c o dot com one more time c t o a n c o dot com so you may not know about the name but maybe you've been seeing these body positive candles online they have some sexy fucking candles oh my god these candles are so sexy there's um there's androgynous bodies there's uh, plus size bodies there's uh, different skin tone so they have brown skin tone which is really important to me because a lot of times even when you see body positive art it's not always brown right yep Mm -hmm. so there's soy candles they have uh pride um ones rainbow versions and just these beautiful skin tone brown versions and the owner of the business is black and queer I have no idea about whether they're kinky, but I know these candles are sexy as fuck. <laughs> and if if these candles are soy, um, we don't, again, know, the, since the person's not kinky, we don't know if they're good for wax play, but test them on your skin because soy candles are usually a pretty decent temperature. So do a couple spot tests on yourself before you pour them on somebody else. But there's a good chance that these sexy fucking candles would also make good wax play candles for little kind of drip wax scenes. Yes, you'll definitely check them out. They are ctoan.co on Instagram. And the website I gave you is the same, ctoanco.com. I don't know how to pronounce this, whether it's an acronym. I don't see anything specific that says that. But I love the fact that there's a Black queer person hand-making beautiful plus-size body candles. So They need to change their name to the Sexy Candle Company. That's what they need to change. Just simple to remember. It's true. Unless that's, unless that's taken. I don't know if it's, if it's taken, I guess. But if, like, if it's not taken, why aren't they the Sexy Candle Company? Someone should pitch that. That's what I need to send because just the one candle they have that has the like wide hips with the full breasts. Yes. And and the and the sort of I guess masculine quote unquote one is nice because the body is like thick and squared like it's a thick person it's not just some Adonis body which I love yeah so we're absolutely big it's just really like I am not a huge candle person I am very picky about my candles but I'm pretty picky about scent mm-hmm. um, and these are unscented by the way yes these are unscented candles um you can get either you can get scented or unscented so the unscented Great. so all of you scent sensitive people uh you can get them in unscented hooray um and if you're going to do wax play with them definitely get them in unscented scent will always add temperature to your wax play so right. if you're thinking about wax play with these soy candles unscented and if you can get them with as little dye as possible that's going to be your best bet but anyway I'm picky about candles and these are sexy fucking candles like I would have these in my living room these are amazing absolutely absolutely just as art pieces they're worth Mm -hmm. it I think that's why we wanted to hype them up because you may be if you're doing some spooky spiritual stuff you could put one on your altar or if you yes be kinky and weird you can put it on your bookshelf (laughs) Mm -hmm. or if you're just like someone that is I know that like we'll get to our topic a bit later but things are fucked right now and if you like me have noticed that your body looks a little different after two and a half years of covid it's kind of nice to see like a sexy fucking candle that's your same body shape 
So just having that representation in front of you really gets you like into looking at sexy curves. So we're excited. That's our Black queer business for today. Burr, 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 burr. Um, but everything else is awful. So <laughs> yeah, that's your bright spot. <laughs> so get out now if you don't want to talk about how things are fucked because that's pretty much the topic. Yeah, um, I just want to say uh, we're going to be playing with the name of this, but I'm calling this the Mommy State of Union. All the mommies need to get together and we got to have a talk because the world is on fire, okay? And just to start it off, it's the reason I feel like I have to talk about this. It's like, oh, this is a kink podcast. Why are you talking about politics and things like Roe v. Wade and whatnot? And it's almost like, if it wasn't for kinksters, if it wasn't for black people, if it wasn't for people with vulvas who were sex workers, I wouldn't know anything about topics like body autonomy or, you know, safer sex <laughs> or so many right? other topics. Like I would not know any fucking thing if it wasn't for kinky sex workers, black folks with vulvas and people who fucking gays and gays, fucking gays. Gays and gays and sex workers really were the first people to like straight up say, we have a lot of sex and here's how to do it safely. And like say that out loud with their whole chest because they were already in a category where people thought they were garbage trash. So they were like, well, fuck you. We already have no type of reputation. So what difference does it make if we also share this information about sex? So thank you, first of all, to all yeah. of the sex workers and gays thank that have you. come before us that have either passed or are still among us. Thank you so much for just standing up and helping us when you didn't fucking have to. You didn't. So we treated I really, you like you were diseased, like you were whores, like we treated mm -hmm. society, treated the people who were who knew what was coming like trash. And now literally like they were untouchable. Literally, literally physically untouchable, like they were diseased. And so thank you for everything because it, we wouldn't be even as far as we are as far as talking about bodily autonomy how to have conversations about keeping people safe with sex and kink how to form communities around this sort of thing we wouldn't be anywhere without sex workers and gays absolutely 100 and i am sorry that people do not listen to y'all voices i'm so sorry I, I know it's not on me but somebody needs to fucking apologize Yes. No, someone fucking does. I should say, I'm, I'm saying gays, but I'm using it as a blanket term. I, of course, also especially mean trans women. Um, 100%. And if anyone needs a fucking apology, it is trans femme sex workers, especially Absolutely. those that have come before us, but those that are also out working now. If anyone deserves a fucking apology and not just a fucking apology, but like an apology with like results, an apology with like yes. reparations or help or substantial change, because things should not be as fucked as they were in the 70s still for certain groups of people, right? Like if white gays are living a great lifestyle, but we still have black trans sex workers that are homeless, that's a problem. Listen, we, we had to talk about this because it's one thing for me to give you a bunch of tips on how to be a mommy this, how to be a mommy that, but the real thing of this lifestyle, whether you're doing it professionally or personally, is understanding things like consent and body autonomy and understanding why everyone deserves universal health care. Like, I don't give a fuck about your fetish. Like, how do you treat people, right? What is well, real politics? 
and also like community makes everything stronger we've known this since the dawn of time that's how empires have been toppled is by communities of people and if you are a mommy most of the mommies I know are community-minded. In fact, the few mommies I know that are not into any type of age play consider themselves to be mommies of the leather community. So people that have the title mommy because they're always out taking care of others, not because they're necessarily into age play. And most of the mommies I know that are also into age play are also very community-minded. I am the person that will show up two hours early with all the food for the play party Absolutely. and make sure the kitchen the kitchen's running smoothly because it's really important to me to make sure that everybody eats. Absolutely. You know? And it's, isn't it so, funny how the face of queer and community is never the people who are showing up early, cooking, taking care of everyone. It's like you, the whole HIV epidemic happened and it was like queer dykes who were being nursemaid to people who were dying when they didn't have their families and stuff. And you think about mm -hmm. the trans women who started pride. It's literally, it's, the mother figures in this community who keep the shit going and yet mm -hmm. who gets and the there's so right so if you don't see how everything is connected all the time mm. uh first yeah. of all you have been asleep and i kind of envy you that to be honest but it's time to wake up now because you're way behind um everything is fucking connected sex workers have been trying to warn you for years uh, kinksters have been trying to warn you for years. Sex workers, yeah. the soonest FOSTA and SESTA were passed, sex workers were sounding the alarm, mm -hmm. saying this is going to be fucked. This is the start of really puritanical politics getting all up into your privacy. And here we fucking are because nobody listened to sex workers. Um, kinksters were immediately affected by it as well. I remember when FetLife, uh, the kind of the last straw with me and FetLife was when uh, even though they're a Canadian company, since mm. they have payment processors that are in the U.S., they were subject to SESTA-FOSTA, mm. and their payment processors stopped working with them because of certain types of content that was on their site. So overnight, they went in and like took down everybody's blood play pictures. If you had a picture that looked like somebody was being, you know, assaulted, they took that down. Uh, all this sort of thing, and so like FetLife had to censor itself, otherwise it wouldn't be able to like remain a business afloat, and that's when the kinksters were like, oh shit, this is like affecting everybody, whether or not you're a sex worker. If you do private shit that they'd consider to be out of bounds, they're going to come for you. And, you know, nobody listened because we're all a bunch of freaks. And again, we're all in that untouchable category of fucking freaks. Nobody cares. And now here we are. And it's finally affected, you know, Susan and Sarah around the coffee table in the suburbs. And so now they're paying attention and it's way too fucking late. Yeah, it's kind of like how white ladies just figured out what body autonomy is when black women have been talking about having it for years when they were being forced sterilized and literally <laughs> like, oh, you mean choice that thing that lots of my like native communities don't get because their children are being taken away and murdered in these schools like, oh, now you now white people understand what body autonomy is cool. cool. So can I tell you a story my this is, this is my Planned Parenthood story and it is the opposite of a lot of folks that are talking about their abortions, talking about their different things. There was a time where I wanted to get on birth control. So I took myself to the only Planned Parenthood that was operational was in the south side of Chicago, deep, deep, deep into the south side. So I got on a train for like an hour and a half because I was a north sider and I took myself to this Planned Parenthood um, in Ingleside. And so this Planned Parenthood 
only offered Depo-Provera. And for folks that don't know what that is, it is a birth control shot that lasts for three months. Mm -hmm. So it's like a step, a step past forced sterilization. Like it's almost forced sterilization, but it's like not, basically they were just saying like, we are in a community full of poor people of color and we can't count on you not to forget to take your pills and have more babies. So we're just going to give you a shot every three months. And they didn't have any other option at all. And I had no health insurance. Mm -hmm. And of course, birth control is not fucking available cheap because America. So I got this depot shot, even though that's not what I wanted at all. And it made me want to die. It was so much hormones. I was just fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I really was like incredibly suicidal, incredibly like my body was not okay. I felt super fucking sick for like weeks. And I was like, never again. I've never been this sick on a medication in my entire life. And like, why would I take this when there's so many other options available, but they just don't have it for poor people. It's so funny so, too because no matter what you want to do, if you're poor and black, they don't want to do it because I went you have no get sterilized. I went in to get sterilized and they didn't want to do it. I had to get an IUD, but right. I was choosing that I don't want to have children and somebody decided, oh, well, even if you choose, you don't want to have children. We're still going to exactly. make it different. They so. always are ready to decide for you. And exactly. it's always been poor communities and people of color. And so it now that not being able to have a, a choice of things is affecting white people. Yeah. Now it's an issue. It's been an issue for decades. There used to be fucked up social programs where you couldn't get and stay on uh benefits if you didn't get sterilized those have been Mm -hmm. since outlawed but in the 90s that was a thing in a lot of major cities it's not okay and like a bunch of people were forcibly sterilized to stay on their benefits Mm -hmm. uh i mean it's it's a thing trust me and like i said the fact that there was only one clinic it was in an extremely poor neighborhood full of black people and the only thing they offered was a three-month shot that is so strong that like it made me a relatively healthy person incredibly sick Mm-hmm. that says a lot yeah there, there were of, no other options there were a lot of rumors i heard about depot as a black person in baltimore city about how it was being offered to black populations yep and um the formula even like the recipe they use was not consistent so it was just sort of even if you're, you think you're getting depot it's the same thing as somebody else getting depot but we're learning it's not like y'all are getting different doses mega doses yeah. mega doses because mm-hmm. i would i just it was awful. And like I said, it's a shot. So once it's in your body, it's not like the pill where you can just stop taking it and you'll be okay yeah. in a couple of days. I was fucked up. Like, and so again, people of color have been telling you about this shit for literally a century plus. Mm-hmm. We've been saying we do not have control over our bodies. We have to fight for every inch of control we have over our bodies. It gets taken away at the drop of a hat. It gets decided for us or we get told we can't have the thing. And if we don't want to have the thing that they tell us we should have, like we've been telling y'all this for or, so fucking or, long. Or the black women who get pregnant are like three to four times more likely to just fucking die than right. other people are because medical racism. So getting pregnant is not just a, oh, I can have a baby and keep it going thing. Like people die at every stage of the process. It's not something that we can yep. just. And so, and so like as a kinky person who loves fucking, who wants to do all the kinds of fucking and I should be able to choose what happens. Having sex is not consent to having a baby. Thank you. It's not, it's not not even desired the majority of the time. If anyone out there thinks the majority of people having sex are fucking to get pregnant, they are delusional. 
It's <laughs> ridiculous. No, like many people act like they didn't even know babies were involved until well after because that was not the reason they got in bed. No. And here's my thing. You know, you say I should be able to choose. I should be able to have sex and not keep a baby if I end up getting pregnant. I, from the perspective of a gay, would love to sit this one out and be like, not my circus, not my fucking monkeys. But I'm telling you, this shit is all connected. Mm -hmm. And if you think they're going to stop at babies, you, again, we've been warning you that the ball has been rolling down the hill for many fucking years, and they've just said they're looking at gay marriage and they're looking at sodomy laws. And if you are not gay married, good for you. However, you're probably still doing a lot of sodomy. Yeah. Um, and also straight people do a lot of sodomy. Straight people don't seem to realize that sodomy covers things like blowjobs and like mm. any kind of oral sex, any kind of anal sex, like anything kinky, basically anything that's not boring Mike Pence sex is considered technically sodomy depending on who's writing the law and who's enforcing it. It's like obscenity laws. It could be literally anything that Christians don't like. So if these laws get reinstated, your kinky sex is fucked. Your any kind of queer sex is fucked. Your any kind of sex you have that they just don't think is quote unquote normal enough is fucked. So you can't just sit there saying, oh, Roe v. Wade, whatever doesn't affect me. You can sit there and worry the fuck that right to privacy has just been shredded because that's a big deal. It's a big deal to me as a kingster. And of course, it's a big deal that Roe v. Wade's not here either. That's fucked entirely. Like there's no planet. There's no planet in which I support that. But I'm saying like it has a huge scope of of potential precedent that like they've been warning us about and we're about to see some bullshit in this country. If you are not in America, stay wherever you are because I'm telling you this country is about to go to shit. Well, actually also, everyone needs to care even if they're not in America, mainly because we're an imperialist nation and we're coming for you. Yes, that's also true. So because think you about can it. Laugh. We you had can laugh in Europe. Keep laughing in Europe until that shit. How did y'all get Nazis? Y'all didn't even know about Nazis until the Nazis watched white supremacists in America navigate the issues of race. And the Nazis said, okay, well, we're not going to be that extreme, but we are going to. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but no, I, I, I would also caution you to worry about where america goes if you're not in this country because think about it we had a crazy person run our country for four years and i am telling you right now things are still fucked getting things from china because he passed a bunch of insane policies based on complete racism like no sense at all just racism and now we can't get like certain computer chips and things so like when these crazy people start making laws it ripples across the entire world can, so can we- this shit's can we talk about how he wanted us to build a wall against Mexico? But as soon as Roe v. Wade was revert, overturned, Mexico was like, hey, y'all, come over here. We have a whole abortion network set up just for Americans. Right. And that, so- honestly, that's how the South is probably going to have to rock because there is nothing in the South. Like if you look at those maps where abortions illegal or about to be, the whole fucking South is boned. Yeah. Like their closest bet is going to be Mexico which is scary here's the things to remember is that literally all of our oppression is connected and while everybody's worried about their one issue like the gay marriage or some Mm -hmm. people are worried about interracial marriage or whatever like there's all kinds of little things that affect us individually but if we all had collectively got together 
and said we own our bodies and that we all deserve universal health care, homes, clean water, you know, like the basic shit that we needed as animals. And the right to privacy, the right for everyone to mind their fucking business. Mind your fucking business. I'm so tired of it. Listen, and I said this on Instagram and I want to say this again during this. If at any point in the future you find yourself worried about somebody else's business, you are the op. You are a tool mm-hmm. of oppression. You exist to judge someone else the way they're doing something. If they are not harming anyone, aka you or your family, harming meaning meaning actual, like quantifiable harm, not just your fucking feelings, not your fucking and your sensibilities. Feelings. Mind your fucking business. If you see somebody stealing, if you see somebody doing something, you didn't see shit. Stop being a fucking snitch. Stop telling everything to everyone mind your fucking business moving forward because if you snitch on somebody having an abortion or you snitch on somebody's sodomy law breaking or whatever the fuck i can't even say <laughs> like seri- I, no i'm like I, we really need to start taking a harder line like if you know someone that's helping a child transition and you snitch I don't ever want to hear or see you again. Like yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly like, I'm not dead here to, to ask you why you did it. I don't care. You just, I can't like, we're done. I don't have any more spoons for these people. Mm-hmm. I literally don't. And that's, I think the problem. I think the left has spent way too long trying to talk to these people. Why are we fucking talking to these people? I'm sorry. Again, I came up in the queer anarchist scene in Chicago. We do not talk to Nazis. And this don't is not fucking with behavior. Nazis. Don't make we friends don't. with Nazis. Literally. Do not fucking talk to Nazis. And this is Nazi behavior, period. It's Nazi fucking behavior. Because you want to know who's all up in some reproductive rights? Some Nazis. So you know what? I don't have time to talk to these people anymore. I don't care what happens to them at this remember, point. I'm done. I'm fucking when done. The anti-social, the anti-social justice warrior was a thing. And they would call people, anyone who didn't like something, a Nazi. And we'd be like, that's not a Nazi, y'all. You can't just call everything Nazi because you don't like it. Like this now, now we have. Now we're here. Now this is Nazi. <laughs> this is this is appropriate. If like if you've ever read about Nazi Germany, we are at dangerous, we've been at dangerous territory, first of all, because yeah. The comparisons between Nazi Germany and what Trump was trying to do are frightening. Well, so we've I been said. there for a while. The Nazis this- legit, look it up, got their inspiration from watching white supremacists in America. So the, we invented Nazis here. That's an American yes. product. And so mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that it's coming out of the fucking woodwork because we never addressed it. At least in Germany, they addressed the shit. Like you can't talk certain ways publicly there about certain groups of people but here right. it's like a fun like you try to have a nazi march through berlin today you will be arrested immediately yeah. they will not discuss with you about your right to march you arrested, will just go to jail arrested if you're lucky like you might get your fucking teeth knocked out and that's my exactly point. when them bitches was walking down the street with them citronella candles and the <laughs> and everyone just no one came out there and just punched them in the fucking face Right. When did we start allowing, like when we, when you allow something to fester, when you allow something to rot, it spreads. You have to get rid of it. You don't just let the mold set in. It's like roaches. It's like mold. It's like maggots. You don't just let that shit go. Okay. Cause if you let that shit go, you're going to be over fucking run. You need to kill it immediately. Like there is not like, I don't understand. Let me make two, two things really clear. I'm talking to mean mommies. I'm going to talk to 
to the to the poc to the black folks i'm not telling y'all to do nothing no this is all very hypothetical but also if you do something we're not going to snitch on you yeah that's all we're saying yes don't snitch for the white folks though i would like some of y'all to actually get mad like some of y'all do need to fight now like at this point you need to go fight your cousin uncle sisters because those are the people who are yes the people that got us into this mess are white women and i know that there are white women listening to this right now that are like i didn't vote for trump but did your sister did your cousin did your auntie did your mother i need y'all to be willing to be a little more uncomfortable with your own families like you have to now i understand your uncle sucks because he's in the clan i know he sucks because he treats me like shit too but i'm not a human to him you however have more access to him and if yeah he probably won't kill you right that part and sometimes a lot of these guys people i shouldn't say just not a gendered thing i'm just saying a lot of these individuals are just this way because they've never been checked if you actually talk to exactly they're fucking pussies y'all they're rude they're like dangerous don't talk to them if you hit a nazi just one good fucking time it's like a bully at school. If you punch them one good fucking time, they're stunned because people don't usually punch them. People don't usually punch them. And that's all the thing I'm saying is, I would like a more frequency of punching of them, please. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're not so, getting hit enough. Black people get killed every day. Why aren't, why aren't Nazis getting punched every day? Honestly, honestly. Speaking of, of neo-Nazis and uh, talk shit get hit, um, there, so last weekend was San Francisco Pride. It was obviously very large because it's where the gays live. And a couple days before Pride, people were reporting that they saw Proud Boys and another white supremacist group, I can't even remember the name, walking around the Castro, kind of getting the lay of the land and casing the joint. But since they can't help but be covered in America shit in their cute little t-shirts from their club and their khaki pants, everybody knew who they were. And... <laughs> So everyone was like on high alert because this was passing around Bay Area social media, like, be careful, we've seen these motherfuckers, they already pulled some bullshit at a drag thing, and now they're in the Castro. But I tell you what did not happen at SF Pride. There was not Nazi interference. You know why? Because I think they may have noticed that we have quite a few gym queens in San Francisco. We have quite a few very large men in San Francisco living in the Castro. And they, they looked around and thought to themselves, you know what, we're outnumbered and these people probably will hurt us. And they were very, very right. So this is the energy we need. Nazis just need to be stopped. That's yeah, they it. Just, They're like children. They're like children. They need to be told, no, don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Right and, now they're right. just running ripshod. Like you need to be super nanny with this shit. Like you can't just let this shit go and wonder why they're tearing up the house. So mean mommy, that's your job. Like you have to take care of yourself and protect yourself, obviously. But we can't just let the casual shit build because all of this shit is connected. And if you add up enough, no gay marriage, no anti-sodomy, no privacy, no Roe v. Wade, no internet security, no Miranda rights, no um, like traveling across state lines is a felony to handle your own health care, like all of those shit. Or to handle your children's health care? That's insane to me. Listen, and for trans kids, it's like if you're not that kid's parent, your opinion literally matters zero because they right. are- a hundred kids right now getting abused, molested, or whatever, and nobody is all investigating that fuck shit. Where is the eight? I need more 800 lines for that shit. If we're going to be snitching on each other, snitch on the people who are hurting these actual children. I'm, that's why I can't be a real mom, y'all, because I will go to prison. 
Okay. Oh, I, listen, I would have a, a, a rest record so goddamn long if I had children, because again, I don't argue with people that don't need to be argued with. And mm -hmm. if it were my child and you came at me crazy, one of us would go to jail and one of us would be on the ground. And that's really what it boils down to. My, my job as an auntie, my job as all of this is to tell people the stuff that maybe some people can't say out loud, but everyone's feeling it. And I really don't even have time for anyone's white guilt about it. And I don't have any time for anyone's for educating anyone about it. Like literally, I'm not educating you about it. I can talk. We've done the education. Yeah. We've done literally. the education. And if you haven't paid attention, that's your fault. Okay, go read some bell hooks. If you if you read everything bell hooks wrote and you still got questions, then come talk to me. You know what I'm trying to say? Or if you did some fucking thing, or actually don't talk to me because I don't want it. But there's always somebody out here who's selling classes for that. Go talk to them after you do some fucking homework, not beforehand. It's not Google. Like every black right. person, every queer person, every sex worker, every kink person doesn't exist to just be your personal Google because you're too lazy to look anything up. And I'm going to add, when you're looking up things, you should be uncomfortable because if you're not uncomfortable, you're not challenging your own worldview. So a good example of this, if you all are not on Instagram reading bimbo theory, exactly how it sounds, bimbo theory, I believe there's a dot in between the first two because our first Instagram got deleted. Bimbo theory has a lot of great takes on a lot of political things that are happening. And sometimes she says things that are very true, but make people a little uncomfortable because it's challenging privileges that they hold or it's challenging shitty behaviors that they have engaged in. <laughs> And you should be uncomfortable with some of the things that you read because, and when you're uncomfortable, it should make you ask yourself, am I uncomfortable because I'm doing something a little shitty, right? Like I'm listening, like when I'm reading this, this person that's from this group is saying, don't do X, Y, Z, black people are irritated by it. If I've done that and I'm uncomfortable, maybe I should stop. There, there is a great Instagram and TikTok called Crutches and Spice. And um, it's this black disabled person and they talk about their experiences and they're usually so fucking tired of able-bodied people in their message that if I took it the wrong way, I would miss everything amazing that they have to say. And they have such wonderful right. things to say, like the perspective. But sometimes when they talk to me as a able-bodied person or, you know, whatever, I'm not gonna, but you get my point. Like when they say things to me, I'm like, God damn, you know, like I'm a piece mm -hmm. of shit. I <laughs> have done this. Right, I, and but you know what you need to get over it? Grow a thicker skin and do better. Literally. literally. Like, it's like also you can be a piece of shit and you can, not be one like you don't have to right you one. can just stop that behavior you can turn yeah. yourself around it's really yeah. easy to do that's stop what, doing that's the thing yeah like if you're a, if someone calls you racist then okay you're racist and then so that behavior that they're talking about internalize the message and then do some type of autocorrect so internal that, i would say stop the behavior immediately Mm -hmm. so that you have time to analyze what you're doing don't ever dig into something if a person from a group is telling you to stop a behavior don't dig in for Christ's sake, don't dig in. Stop immediately. And then you first of all have stopped the thing that's offensive and then back up and give yourself some time to analyze why it's offensive. Don't bother the people of color or the disabled person or the trans person or whatever. Do your own research, but you should be taking it upon yourself to analyze what's happening with you.
that's a you thing. Yeah, people just have to actually give a fuck about each other if they want to keep the, if you want to keep your individual rights, you have to care about the rights of other people. It's no way you can have all the rights and no one else does. Well, and the other thing is you have to recognize what privileges you do have so that you can put yourself in front of people that don't have that privilege that are currently under attack. Does that make sense? Like, I don't Absolutely. hold a whole lot of privilege as a Black person in this country, but I can put myself in front of a trans child, and I will. Absolutely. Right? So, like, you you need to really sit and think, what do I have, and how can I be a shield for someone that's under attack, but it isn't directly affecting me? Like, again, I am a gay. I am probably not going to get pregnant against my will, Lord willing, but you know what? I'm going to put myself in front of people that are in very dangerous situations right now. Um, I read something online that was like the number one killer of pregnant people are, are domestic violence situations because they're already in a horrible situation and then they discover they're pregnant and it sets their person off. So if these people aren't allowed to have abortions, they're either going to hurt themselves or someone's going to hurt them. So I can put myself in front of folks like that because it's really fucking important that they have access to abortion. It doesn't necessarily affect my daily life, but first of all, like we said, everything's connected. And second of all, you should care about other people. Like this is not rocket science. We learned this from Sesame Street. I don't understand why we're still explaining this to adults in this country. I figured it out. I figured it out. And it's because our parents tell us to treat people well, but they don't show us the behavior. Uh And so we learn the lesson and we'll parrot it back at other people, but we don't learn the behaviors required to do the lesson. That's my impression. And I think that's why we're seeing a very polarized younger generation. Because so we have one generation whose, you know, Facebook and Twitter algorithms have tracked them toward people that are actively showing them how to really care and set up community and make sure everyone's taken care of and make sure that those of us that have the least are lifted up. And then we have another group of people whose algorithm have tracked them to the insane Christian and Trump TikTok where they're telling you that you're somehow oppressed for being white and 25 years old and cisgender and straight. So this is why our country is starting to split, I think, because we have a group of people that really fucking care coming up into age and we have a group of people that really fucking don't. But I'm gonna tell you guys a secret that has saved my sanity over the last five years or so. The secret is that there are way more of us that care about each other way more off the charts more like not even close to the same amount and the only reason these people are winning is because they're cheating but there are so many more of us trust me when I tell you these shitty people are outnumbered by a country fucking mile so the next time you feel like you're just surrounded by Trump supporters and crazy on the internet realize that they are a loud crazy minority and that Actually, there's a lot more of us that care about each other, that want to love each other, that want to create community, and that are not engaging in this kind of behavior, if that helps your sanity at all. Absolutely. I would say the thing that helps me keep my sanity is that um, Black and brown people have always lived with oppression from Mm -hmm. these types of people, literally always, and yet our history continues to have these amazing examples of like independent free thinkers, unique, you know, community builders, you know, like maybe revolution isn't gonna look like Black Wall Street, 
maybe it's going to be completely different. And until we get there, we won't fully know. But um, we're out here. We're surviving. They want to kill us, but they can't kill. Like, literally, it is impossible to kill all of us. Like, mm -hmm. There's always going to be a trans kid. There's always going to be always. a kid. There's always going to be a black kid, a brown kid. A, there's always, always. You know that- And I think the, yeah. the idea that, you know, children be queer and trans is new is completely ahistorical. Like, Absolutely. it's like, not only is it ahistorical, like hundreds and thousands of years back, it's ahistorical. Like you can just ask old gays and old <laughs> trans folk and they'll be like, no, I definitely knew when I was like five. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not, yeah, this they is just not called new. It different stuff then. It was like, oh, he's, mm -hmm. you know, he's fruity or she's a tomboy or so they'll have some sort of weird phrasing because it's never been perfect, the language around these things. You know, mm -hmm. so and that's and I did find that when I was working with the leather library, it was really hard for me to record like trans and, and non non gender conforming history because what you know what counts is it like does some entertainment drag counts but maybe it doesn't and cross dressing mm -hmm. is more fetish and so the pornography is a whole thing like absolutely. pornography used to be some of the only places that you could see trans bodies especially mm -hmm. trans women and it's not great representation, but also it is representation. So like, where, like, what are you? Yeah, you I mean, if you- Magazine you know, that's from the seventies that has fucked up language or do we, you know what I mean? Like, what do we do? Absolutely. absolutely. It's the same thing with black bodies too. I mean, we had our porn that, you know, has pro progressed or changed throughout the years. But if you wanted to see black people, they were these like circus monstrosities that you get in mm -hmm. these postcards or whatever. So- These exotic things, yeah. Anybody's body that people can commodify um, has become either a sense, a source of conflict for social morals or a secret fetish or both usually at the same time, you know? So um, it's, it's basically, a, it's, it's about both control and profit. I think we also can't divorce everything that's happening and has happened in this country from capitalism and just, the end result is always money and so a lot of folks have pointed out like wealthy people will be able to get abortions easily it's about making sure we have enough poor people to keep being poor and keep working at low-paying jobs um yeah, slavery was the biggest industry mm -hmm. in the for 100 world. years <laughs> in for 100 years world. right yeah, yeah and so now we have kind of bodily autonomy going where we're trying to control the bodies of the poor even more stri strictly than we already were. Cause like I just told y'all, we already have been doing this for decades and decades and decades. We're obviously trying to control trans bodies because those are folks that are having the nerve to say, I know what's best to do with my body. Um, we've also been for a very long time controlling black male bodies. Um, the only time it's acceptable for black men to be large and strong is if they're playing a sport. Um, and any other time they're seen as dangerous. So it's kind of like, there's, there's, these are things that people of color have always fucking dealt with. And these are things that queer and trans people have always fucking dealt with. But I'm telling you, it's going to have larger repercussions because if we live in a place where there's no right to privacy, and if we live in a place where there's no bodily autonomy, then what's to say a state like Utah doesn't ban tattoos? It's true.
or music even. I mean, Footloose was a say a state like Utah doesn't ban piercings and doesn't ban like stretching your earlobes, anything that might be seen as hurting your body to people that have nothing to do with your body, Mm -hmm. right? Like bodily autonomy is all intrinsically connected. A corset and a tattoo is the same amount of I control my body as a breast augmentation, HRT, top surgery. These are all the same thing. Absolutely. And, and abortion is part of that as well, because that's a part of someone's body. So either we all get to make our own choices or we're all fucked. And I don't think people understand that. They're starting to understand it now, but yeah. I don't think people have understood that historically. And I think that's the problem. They see it as separate issues, but it's really all the same issue. It's my body, leave it alone. Like that's, that shouldn't be difficult. That's not a hard concept, right? Like it's my body, leave it the fuck alone. Or if the person's underage is my child's body, leave it the fuck alone. Right? Like, why is this complex and and it's all about control and the control comes from making money if it didn't make the money they wouldn't be interested in controlling it right they don't control you wanting to stand in a field and paint because it doesn't make the money and they don't care right if it if it makes the money then they're very very interested in controlling it and right now they have a population that they're dangerously close to losing control of as i said there's a lot of kids that are being told from a very young age on the internet that things are fucked and that they should break as many things as possible until people pay attention and god bless first of all um <laughs> please i will help just let me know when the revolution go out there we'll pick you up from the riot kids like honestly <laughs> um but that's that's what they're i mean i really think they're concerned because you know how many people have had kids come home from college and say that they're a different gender and some families are totally chill some families take a little time to read and get there and other families freak the fuck out and so this is a lot about control they have a generation of kids that they're worried that they're not controlling but that's what they said about the 60s and america withstood that we made a lot of really great social changes and i think that's kind of where we're heading which is unfortunate because people that are from the 60s are still alive and they thought they'd sorted all that out for us Mm. our elders are really fucking cranky that they have to march for this shit again Listen, I want to go to the protest, but I'm not doing it anymore. I, I did it. I'm not doing it anymore. So I will help in other ways. I, if you need to have um, some services, I will direct you to the nearest abortion fund. If your trans kid wants something, I will direct you to the nearest you know, organization. Like I want to be an organizer in that way because my knees mm-hmm. cannot take up and down them streets no more. I don't have it in me no more. You know? Right. I'm saving my needs for dancing. And that's another thing I'm gonna say too. We talk about community and online community is cute and is great. But like I've always been saying, y'all, some of y'all need to come out of your house and have yes. real community because the way you talk on the internet and the way you are in person do not go together. And so- Thank you. you if you're gonna be talking about revolution, then take your revolutionary ass and go organize something. If it's not a protest, it can be a party because every revolution has a party. Like. Mm -hmm. that's how we also a lot of y'all are very different people on the internet and around your friends than you are around your family and we're gonna need that to change it's true we're gonna need for you to stop being so comfortable going home for thanksgiving in a fucking sweater and ignoring all the crazy shit that happens around your table we're gonna need you to actually back up the extremely loud revolutionary talk you have online with a little bit more action a little bit more risk I'm, I'm gonna say this because I think it's important to say that as black people, I, we understand the concept of passing for safety, 
Mm -hmm. So my grandmom was light skinned and she had to make the choice whether she was going to identify as a black woman or not. Not that she didn't look like one, but because at certain times and certain places, you just had to choose what, how you wanted to be looked at. And people would generally mm -hmm. just go with what you tell them, the flow, right? It wasn't about right. DNA tests. It's like how you're perceived would be how society takes you. So I understand people who want to dress certain ways in certain places for whatever reasons, whether it's racially or whatever. I'm not here to judge. I really do not care. But ultimately, if you're going to do that, you have to be aware of that privilege and be actively using that privilege to help somebody the fuck else besides yourself. If right. you're going to be a white lady in a white lady space, then help some brown people. If you're going to be, you know, whatever, if you feel comfortable being pub out, out in a gender presentation that is seen as unusual, then you should be able to stand up for people who also need that, regardless of whether they right. can too. You know, it's just like... I actually do care about that. I am someone that is in in places where you, people aren't used to seeing what femmes look like i'm very straight passing mm -hmm. and i could just comfortably live my life straight passing i could just not talk about my personal life ever and i could not quote unquote force the issue which mm -hmm. by the way i hate that phrase that phrase means that you're oppressed and you're telling me about it and it's bothering me that's what that means <laughs> um <laughs> So if anyone has ever said that phrase, never say it again. I'm telling you right now, force the issue is a shit phrase. But anyway, I could do that, but I don't because it's not helpful to anyone to allow these people to continue their delusion that no one is different than them. Yeah. And it's also not helpful to let these folks continue their illusion that they can tell who's queer and trans. Yeah. That's true. I would like them to always be just accepting people as human beings that are intrinsically deserving of dignity and respect than to wait to see if they're like us. Mm. So well, I might I, let them have like two hours of, you know, talking about my apple pie recipe and why it's better than theirs and let me write it down for you. But then I'm going to do or say something gay just to let you know where we are. <laughs> because now you've made friends now you have gay apple pie recipe in your purse now you have that so now let's, what let's talk about that though because you've lived in the south you've lived in the midwest like you know you understand the dangers of being a person who is out mm -hmm. like that and so what what do you tell somebody who really has to make that decision now like we're asking some people to risk their safety and here's the thing this safety is a complete illusion mm. it's a complete mm. and total illusion mm. and it also will drive you crazy you will be so anxious worried every second of the day that you're you're slipping something's coming out someone's gonna find out whatever the hell you know it's a complete illusion mm. and there's so many reasons why someone might hurt or kill me anyway i just had being gay to the fucking stack mm. you know I mean, if, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out. Like, you know, not the day or the hour. So I don't, I'm not, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand yes, what you're saying. I'm, you I could definitely be hurt. I think, I think the, the, there's two, there's kind of two, two routes to safety, right? There's public safety, 
And public safety, I am much less worried about for people. Like, I think you should just be as gay as humanly possible. Put that fucking rainbow sticker on your bag and walk through your small town. Like, do it. You know why? Because somebody else is going to see that and be like, there's another gay person here and they're going to feel immediately safer. So do that. Do that for others. However, if you still live in a home where things are fucked, that's a different story and you need to watch yourself and maybe be a little circumspect because that is where you could end up literally homeless. You can end up being beaten in your home. You can end up living literally in fear um, and having to actually live day to day in a circumstance that is frightening, which I, I have plenty of experience with. There's a reason my family and I are not cool to this day. Mm. That's a different story. So if you are someone that needs to hide who you are from your family because you literally can't live anywhere else right now, that's that's what, that's do what you got to do for now and realize that someday you will be able to get out of that situation. That's a good but, point. I would, I would say that's what, that's the real safety involved. It's like, it is, if you are playing a part so that you have like basic human things like housing. And exactly. A job. a job. Exactly. If you live in a small town in the South and you have to pretend to be straight at your insurance job, that's great. Yeah. But also you kind of shouldn't because again, you might run into those people on the weekend when you're in a Target in booty shorts. So they should already know who they're dealing with so that if that happens, you don't have to duck behind a fucking mannequin. You know what I'm saying? Like this should actually happen yeah, you in, got, you in gotta small make places. Your, you got you to gotta make your, your work story, your work lie, whatever you tell your, your people at work because you don't tell them your real business. Right? right. Oh yeah. No, it can be a vanilla gay lie. Like in my job, I'm a vanilla gay. For sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Because these people don't need to know how I have sex. Actually, like, no, I don't want to know that about them either. Like, there, yeah. there doesn't need to be that kind of sharing at work. But they do know that I'm gay. So if they run into me at like a pride event, it's not going to be a fucking surprise. Or if they yeah. run into me with a partner, it's not going to be a surprise. I, I took my partner to a company thing right away, so that it's just like here we are, we're fucking gay. Granted, I live in San Francisco, That's but again, I, was I say because now that I'm in the Midwest. Um, I just, you know, got a little part-time job or whatever, and I'm doing my um, emergency contacts and I have to put my, you know, my partner on there. And I'm like, do I write girlfriend? Do I write boyfriend? Because in this state, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, cause to fire somebody if you're- So first gay. of all, you write partner because they can't prove what gender your partner is from the word partner. Mm. that's why it's I, great and a lot of straight people use that term now that are not married they're just partners and actually i don't love it but you know whatever they can't prove what's going on with that shit um you I also need to really cool and i said roommate oh my god that is old school that's what my mother used to call my mother used to call people that i'd lived with for fucking years my roommates like people that i was in a one bedroom with in a city for like two and a half years would still be like are you bringing your um roommate to thanksgiving yeah, it was always um roommate. roommate it was literally um roommate it was never just roommate it was um roommate are you bringing your um roommate to christmas oh you're going to your um roommate's house for christmas like it was bizarre it was bizarre and honestly for my mother that's as far as she's ever gonna get and that was pretty damn far because yeah. my mom was not cool with gay she's still not cool nothing about it is cool so um roommate was her being as nice it was probably physically painful for her to be that nice so yeah, my, you know i i, I, I took, took what i could get partner to see my mom and she was like um your your friend seems nice yeah that that's it. your friend your um roommate your friend yeah my friend that i i sleep in a one bedroom with we only have one bed we have several pets together my um roommate um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I moved across the country with my friend. Yes, literally, 
literally when I moved to California, I moved with a partner and my parents were like, oh, you and your um, roommate moved to California. I'm like, yeah, we live together really well. So we thought that would probably be a, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. There's such a good roommate. I took them with me. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck, bro? Oh crazy. my God. It's hard to find a good roommate nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's actually crazy. What the fuck? Is it? So anyway, yes, that is that that's for for a southern black mom that that was that was as far as she could get and you know that that it took a lot for her to get that far let me put it that way uh, it was not a good it's so uh frustrating. it's just so frustrating i think ultimately like kind of getting back to what we were saying is that this ability for everyone to just like mind your own business and to make your own communities offline if everyone just focuses on that then these like nazi fucks can like redirect their energy to themselves because they will actually eat their own if left to their own devices it's like yeah but see i'm not comfortable leaving nazis to their own devices again they need to be completely eradicated like there is no universe in which these people can be allowed to walk around okay that's fine with me um i was more thinking these online spaces they should that's fine i but see behind every online space is a human being there is no universe in which these people can be allowed to exist like yeah. freely wouldn't it and, be wild you know, if you could block a nazi like you can block a nipple on instagram man like, that would be so forever. great i know so many people that have reported so many death threats from actual nazis that are saying actual like hate speech and instagram's like seems fine mm -hmm. and then if you post like the side of your hip they're like "Ooh, too much skin your yeah. account's in danger of being deleted <laughs> yeah and you know another thing I mean, it's just so many things. I'm also sort of like upset with white people because I wish I were just a little more brave because I remember being young on the internet and arguing with Nazis myself. And I'm not yeah. that fucking, you know, but like y'all are their target audience. Why would you not like tell, tell them, hey, your idea sucks. We don't like that. Like argue with them like they argue with us but they don't, no one's doing that for real. They're not, they're like- Again though, I'm gonna stress, it is not worth arguing with Nazis. These are not people to waste your time talking to. They have me. made life somebody, choices. Somebody mm -hmm. has no. to talk to them, bro. Who, no. Who's gonna talk to them? It, I, unless talk is a euphemism for violence, I don't wanna, like, I, I can't express to you that the only way to remove Nazis is to physically remove Nazis. Like I, this, Trust me on this one. Again, I come from a scene where there are skinheads and there are anti-racist skinheads. The two are not the same. Yeah. And the anti-racist skinheads will physically remove fascists from their, because they don't want to be confused with them. They don't want to hang out with them. They don't want to hear their side of the story. They will be immediately physically removed. That is the only thing that works. Yeah. Okay. You've convinced me. Done. And there is no universe in which they can be allowed to just exist among us. It that doesn't work because they have decided that a whole bunch of us aren't people and that's dangerous. It's so wild. They're literally everywhere. You can go to a kink event. You can go to like a my mm -hmm. only convention. You can Why are they up in the fandoms? What is wrong? Like I don't understand. Everyone's don't understand fandom. That. If you watch too much anime, you'll meet some Nazis. If you go to a cooking class, you meet some Nazis. Like they are American everywhere. fucking girl. Did, did you hear about that shit? That's the American Girl dolls. Also. Turfs and neo-Nazis showed up to American Girl fandom because we, people started making memes about American girls. 
and some of them had to do with queer and trans people and TERFs and neo-Nazis showed up to the American Girl fandom. So in case you're wondering if there's any place they won't go, the answer is no. And this is why they cannot be allowed <laughs> to just you know wander among us. It's not, no. So I guess if anyone is unclear, we are advocating violence. Thank you. I absolutely am. I absolutely am. Okay. I just want to make it really clear that um, I don't care if Martin Luther King and Malcolm X come down and tell me no, I'm going to push them niggas down and we're going to still advocate. Listen, Dr. King would come down and shake your hand. (laughs) He would. Malcolm X was nonviolent by the end of his career because he had, you know, found Muslim and found Islam and, you know, done the thing. But Dr. King was going the other way. He he got tired. My man was fucking tired. I'm just saying, don't quote him to me because I don't care because I'll mush that nigga too if I have to, okay? This well, point. no, but like he would be mad about how people are using his quotes as well because he was tired by the end. He was starting to realize that nonviolence wasn't working because again, if you're talking to someone that does not believe that you are a real person, mm. then, you're, then you're wasting your fucking breath. And so he, he was saying toward the end, like we might have to get a little violent because they aren't stopping they aren't listening they aren't conceding anything they aren't even recognizing our personhood and if we don't get violent in defense of our own selves they're going to kill us and look what happened this message has been brought to you by the sadomasochistic mean mommies of kink thank you Beat those motherfuckers up beat like like literally that's talk shit get hit why is that complicated yeah you don't even i mean everything else you don't for the revolution is fine but we also have to start beating these motherfuckers up this is how we can make changes on an individual level if you see mm-hmm. something crazy and play in my face you get what you get because you made a choice yeah i'm not a person that's violent for no reason Absolutely. i'm not a person that's violent because we got into a disagreement Mm-mm. but if you come and say something crazy to my face you know what you did you you wrote a check and i'm cashing it that's all it is that's all it is yeah and um if you can't fight um you're allowed to jump them you can get more of more than one it doesn't have to be a fair hey hey if you can't fight good news the supreme court just told everyone they could conceal carry guns in this country (laughs) now am i advocating shooting nazis of course not i'm hypothetically saying that you could defend yourself by carrying a firearm in your purse or handbag or backpack as is your second amendment right that's all I'm saying. And that's probably the one thing that the conservatives wouldn't have a problem with you discussing on this web, on this web. Uh, oh no, they have a huge problem when black people start arming themselves. A huge problem. First, the second amendment was never meant for us. You know this. That's, that's <laughs> we can't have a fucking cell phone or a Subway sandwich. <laughs> There's a lot of black folks in the NRA, so we're definitely giving them that money too. So you 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 know we can't like hold a sandwich without getting shot by the police. You think we can just have some guns on our person? (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. So everything's awful, and um, we just had to get that out. And if anyone, we just wanted you all to know if you feel like you're losing your mind, you are not alone. And it's actually an extremely appropriate response to the times we're in right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I don't even know what to say. If I, if you actually need me to explain why I'm losing my mind right now, and then I can't. I, I don't even know. Like, where are you? Where have you been? Where have you been for the last like six years? Because this shit's been bananas since like 2015. Yeah. 
when a crazy orange clown said he was running for president and a bunch of people were like, seems good. Like, what the hell? Like, that was the point where we lost the plot. And it, the, we've gone downhill ever since. It's not gotten better. He did everything he said he was going to do. I mean, I don't know why anyone's surprised that all the things he said he was going to do and be is exactly what he ended up doing and being. Like, he, one thing about the man is that he did not lie to y'all. He did say, I am a racist and I hate women. Uh, and I, <laughs> I'm willing to sell out everyone, including my friends and family. So definitely you. Also, I'm a grifter and a con artist. Also, I'm not that intelligent. And I also am extremely xenophobic. I hate Muslims. I hate immigrants. Like he did everything he said he was going to do. So once again, if you have family members that voted for this man, you already know that they tacitly agreed to all this shit. Meanwhile, you need to start making some decisions about whether or not your family's okay. Meanwhile, the Democrats were like, we're definitely going to make Roe v. Wade the law. Don't worry. Fuck them, too. Keep voting for us. Like, I don't want to hear shit about Fuck them, them like, too. I'm done with everybody. I'm Again, tired. this is Ruth why Bader I'm saying- had her opportunity to prevent this. Like, it, so wouldn't many- have, it wouldn't have mattered because they still would have had a majority of one vote. my point is this is why i am now at the point where i am actively advocating for you to act extra legally and follow your moral conscience and not the law because the law is now no longer the moral good it wasn't hasn't been for quite a while and there's been many instances in the last uh 300 years of america where it hasn't been the moral good to begin with anyway but i'm telling you now it definitely isn't so yeah, I don't want to hear no morality clause from nobody who's supporting any of this. Like if you don't support, um, I don't want to hear any talk crimes, be gay, do crimes. If that's not your morality at this point, then I don't want it. I don't want anyone telling you that you should be nonviolent with your protests. Because we tried that. We couldn't even get a choking ban passed. Mm. So, I mean, I, I just, I want people to understand that like there comes a point where you have to act extra legally, whatever that means to you. If you want it to be the civil rights style, I'm sitting on the steps and chain myself to the courthouse and I'm gonna get arrested for it, but I'm not hurting anybody, so be it. If you want it to be a little bit different and you wanna act a little more aggressively, so be that too. But now is the time that we need to just stop thinking that the systems are going to save us because a lot of us have known for a long time that the systems were never set up to help us or save us. And a lot of folks are just learning that this week. Mm. So for those of you who are new to the party, fucking welcome. The legal system will not save you. The judicial system will not save you. Congress is definitely has its head up its ass and will not fucking save you. So don't talk to it cops. is now time don't talk to the and cops don't talk to the cops for any reason anything ever ever never speak to never cops speak never to the only thing you should ever say to a police officer is i would like a lawyer am i They're being legally detained? Rec- am i being detained if not i will leave mm-hmm. i will not say anything without a lawyer present even if you're being detained you can say that they don't mm-hmm. have to get you a lawyer but they already know that you're not going to talk to them and usually they'll just leave you alone yeah or they'll formally arrest you and you can get a lawyer one or the other but don't talk to cops. Don't say anything. Don't yell at them. Don't explain yourself. Don't say a damn word. There's nothing to say. Don't There's talk about your revolution stuff on the internet anymore. Be very fucking careful. You know, very when you share careful. resources, it should be generic ass shit. And if you really want to be down, go find the local organization because they exist every fucking where. And, you know, if you're sharing resources on the internet, because obviously I realize we're saying this as we're sharing things on the internet, 
be prepared for that to have consequences. I have just advocated violence at least 10 times during this podcast. I am willing to accept the consequences of this if they come, Mm. because that's how seriously I believe that now is the time for that. And that's also how seriously I believe that thou shalt not suffer a Nazi to live. So if you're going to do and say this sort of shit online, be very prepared that there could be real consequences. Yeah, you need to be about that life. Absolutely. Exactly. They're going to come. Don't talk about it if you're not going to be about it, because they might be up in your life at any given point. So be prepared for that or don't fucking do it that way. And if you are going to do it that way, you'll notice that we didn't mention any organizations by name. We didn't mention any organizers by name. So if you are going to do this sort of shit, keep your organizers and your organizations safe. Yeah. Meet in person for your organization. Keep things generic on the internet. Keep things anonymous on the internet. Don't give out locations on the internet. Don't give out names. Don't give out meeting places. Keep your local orgs and your local organizers safe. Expect a Judas in your own community. Expect that the cops are on fucking Facebook because they are. And expect that the cops are on the strange apps like Signal and WhatsApp that y'all think are safe because they are. So don't fuck around on the internet. You don't know who's reading your shit. Yeah. Right. I said, don't put it on your um, phone if you don't want to read it out loud in court. Exactly. That part. Or if you don't want the police to read it ahead of time, because again, you might be willing to go to jail for your action, but if the police find out about your action before you're there, they might stop it before it even happens. So right, like, you've again, been advocating violence against Nazis specifically, not against yes. like the government. That's like, you no. know, that's different threats against the government, you know, threats against uh, and agencies like you're those are not I am advocating individual fucking violence when you are directly confronted with a Nazi. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that you go stalking Nazis or anything of that sort. I'm saying if a Nazi shows up anywhere where you are, they cannot be there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. They should not feel comfortable to stay around. And they have- should not feel comfortable anywhere but the basements that they congregate in. And even those seal the doors, light it up. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. <sighs> it's so awful, bruv. It's so awful. But it has to be said, I mean, we could keep trying to give you kink tips about, oh, there's things you can do in the bedroom. But if no one's actually telling you the stuff that really could matter for you, then it's doing a you disservice. You know, I, I do have a problem with that. If, if me pretending. Yeah, kink- completely apolitical. Yeah. Kingsters make me a little, I can't. Yeah, and also sorry. like fun fact, all the fun things you can do in the bedroom will fucking disappear if we don't get on top of this shit real soon. Yeah, they'll become hella illegal. You're not gonna be able to go to those conventions and shit you love when it starts to become- It's all about to be shut down. Mm -hmm. All of it. Moral codes, because one of the things they're looking at um, that they specifically mentioned in the Roe ruling is the obscenity law case that set precedent to strike down obscenity laws. And if local obscenity laws are once again allowed to exist, you can kiss every single kink conference that's not in a coastal city. Good fucking bye. Yep. Because the hotel will not want to lose all of its licensing and uh, whatever all else and won't want their event shut down by the police. They just simply won't book it. So if you like things like sex down south or Thanksgiving or all the other places in the middle of the country and the south of the country that have kink conferences, I highly suggest you pay fucking attention to this shit. 
Bro, I, I have been to events where the police show up and they treat everybody there like shit and then people have to leave and the event shut down and everyone's walking around there confused and crying and naked. Like that shit is not fun. And you, mm -hmm. th you think it's just, oh, a kink party, but it's kink parties, swinger parties, it's strip clubs, it's bars. All of it. It's anything that they think is immoral. Period. Yep. I have been to kink conferences that got shut down with very little notice because the police decided that suddenly the kink conference couldn't be at the thing and the hotel didn't want to tangle with the police because what's in it for them to get into a legal battle for you, right? Like literally nothing. They're going to protect their business and they're going to say, sorry, your conference is canceled. So I've been to a conference where a whole bunch of kinksters showed up at a hotel and there was no conference to be had. Sure the fuck wasn't. <laughs> because the hotel was like, you can't have ballrooms, you can't have classrooms, you can't have play space, you can't be naked. Sorry, folks, you can hang out in the lobby and talk to each other and you can have drinks at our bar, but everybody has to keep their clothes on. So again, yep. you have no idea the ramifications of this ruling because if they take away the right to privacy for one thing, it is a domino effect and it will eventually get down to white men. And that's when they'll be really mad. But like right now, I mean, again, I, I just oh, I, have been warning you for fucking years. Listen, I'm going <laughs> to tell you how they're going to get white men because I just saw this on Instagram. Um, They had this program where if you get caught soliciting sex from a sex worker, they post your name and zip code on this website and then has all these ads running around in your local community. So your local wow. people will start getting ads that have a map of everyone in the neighborhood and who, wow. that's who solicited. So they're sh they're publicly shaming the, the clients of sex workers mm -hmm. now through targeted ads on Instagram. Wow. So you're in other places. Yeah. And other places. Like your neighbors don't have to have Instagram because targeted ads will pop mm -hmm. up when you're on like a website reading about like news or yeah. weather or whatever. It'll pop up a local ad and that could be that. Yeah. yeah. Again, right to privacy is a big fucking deal. Um, the right to privacy from the police and state is a huge deal. The right to privacy from local governments and communities is a huge deal. So we have really got the floor taken out from under us. And I don't think people realize how bad this is going to fucking be because this is a, a ruling that again, has a bunch of domino effects and all of the other things that were argued based on this right to privacy are now in question because this court apparently doesn't believe that right to privacy is enough reason to give people rights. So until their, until their addresses got leaked. You saw that all the court. Oh yeah. The moment yeah. you start protesting in front of their homes, they definitely have the right to be private at home. You know, they're off work, so they don't have to deal with your yelling. That was some bullshit too. But yeah, I, I really am, am thinking that like people are sounding the alarm about abortion and they definitely should be, but they're not sounding the alarm about a number of other things. And it's again, because it, it isn't something that they see as affecting them just yet. They don't understand how, how broad reaching this is going to be and how much it could affect you. Again, it could affect everything from uh, straight people into basic kink to people that wanna get tattoos and piercings in conservative areas. Imagine if it were as hard to get a tattoo as it was to get an abortion. Mm. It's fitting to go down, y'all. So people need to start paying attention and understanding. I'm glad everyone knows what body autonomy means. So let's all fight to keep it. Thanks. Yes. And let's all fight for everyone's bodily autonomy. Let's stop leaving trans people by the side of the fucking road like we always do.
in the gay community. Let's fucking stop that. Let's stop leaving sex workers by the side of the fucking road. These are, again, the people that were the canary in the coal mine that fucking told you this shit was going to happen and no one listened. And if maybe you'd listened, we wouldn't fucking be here. If you'd stood up for those folks when they really fucking needed it, because what they were doing with sex workers and trans folks, they were trying to see A, how much they could get away with and B, how they could get away with it. These were roadmaps. They were seeing which things were blocked and which things passed. And once they figured out which things passed, they were like, okay, so if we want to take away bodily autonomy, we do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and this is it. where we are now. They yeah, used they- it and they learned from it. And this is where we are now. And again, now that they have a blueprint, what else can they apply it to? Yeah. That's the scary part. That's the part that's fucked. So again, we should have been fighting long before now. Some of us were, many of us were, but for those of you that have just joined us, again, fucking welcome. If you take away nothing else, take away two things. Systems are not here to protect you, so stop believing in them. Do not allow Nazis to fester in your communities. Absolutely, and you may have to decide how extreme you're gonna get, but extreme is where we're at. So you, it's not, we're not talking middle of the ground anymore. We're, we're at extreme territory. So if you're not doing something that's considered extreme, whether you're feeding your community, whatever, something, then you yeah, are- You can support the revolution without being on the front lines of it, but you should be supporting revolutionary activity. There right. are not fine people on both sides. There are people that are extremely evil and wrong, and there's the rest of us. Yeah, and donating to Planned Parenthood is not enough. That's not the extreme. No. Your local- You can do that. Clinics, cool, because that helps more people than the overhead of plant, like, like organizations are not the answer large organizations it's going to be small local groups mm-hmm. that make the biggest differences now yep well, and it's going to be it's going to be communities because i i remember a really long time ago again when i lived in chicago um i was part of what was called i believe it was called the rainbow network because in chicago at the time there were no beds for um, men that were running from domestic violence. They just didn't exist. There was nothing. And if you were trans, they didn't have a place for you either. So there were people that needed to escape situations and there were literally no resources for them. And so we set up our own and it's called the Rainbow Network. And you would put your number and your address into this thing and just basically be aware that at any point in time in the middle of the night, your phone could ring and somebody could need a place to crash. And that's what, that's what you were doing. The Rainbow Network had brought you someone that needed somewhere safe and you were willing to do that. So it's going to be that kind of thing. It's going to be like, who has a car and who has gas money and we're going on a road trip. Like, it's going to be that. Yeah. And maybe we'll learn to get closer to our community by it. And hopefully yep. something changes for the better. But mm-hmm. We'll learn to open our, ourselves to strangers. We'll learn to rely on our, our communities and we'll take care of each other, again, outside of the system because the systems are not set up for you. And moving forward, I think everyone just finding the best way to spend the most zero amount of money possible. Like don't give them any money if possible. I know we have our things we gotta pay for or whatever, I understand, but we should be trying to take money out of this corrupt system and putting it back to our own communities. Absolutely, that's part of why we, lift up a business every time because this is where we, we want you giving your money directly to a person that Absolutely. actually is making their own way in the world not to like target like I love walking around a target as much as the next person they need more fucking money so again like 
these are kinds of, these are little things you could do that make a huge fucking difference is shopping at small businesses, shopping at people that grow their own food, shopping at restaurants that are owned by one person, not a chain. These are huge things to these people, but small things for you, right? Like maybe you're not someone that's going to be in the front lines of the march, but maybe you can decide instead of going to Trader Joe's, I'm going to go to a farmer's market. Absolutely. All of those little steps are going to matter because you're feeding your people in your own community, you know? It's not yep. about welfare, it's about commerce, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. work together. I'm Small not sure commerce. capitalism is the answer. Please know that. I'm talking no. about commerce between citizens, small businesses that are actually small, not like Walmart small. Keeping them around so that if we do hit a recession, we aren't just left with Walmart. Correct. Exactly. You're going to want a farmer's market when this shit gets going. So you should probably go to it now. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've gone all the way from advocating violence to uh, wanting to grow our own vegetables. So I think that we are <laughs> in a mentally really great place right now. <laughs> you know, we started with punching Nazis. No, first we started with telling you thank you to all of the trans folks and trans women specifically and the sex workers who have told us this for literally decades and decades. So thank you. Yes. People. And we'd like to, again. let's end on that. Let's end on thanking them again, because let's nobody is giving them, it, it, it's, it's way too little, way too late, but it's way too little, it. but somebody has to fucking say it. And I'm so sorry that I couldn't do it enough or I couldn't, I don't even know. I just feel like some, I just feel like there's a fucking apology due to all. They definitely, I deserve apologies for a number of things that have probably happened in their lives. And I'm sorry that our community didn't take care of you when we should have. Yeah. And I just, if anyone for any reason ever, ever needs uh, a place, someone to talk to, if you fit in those communities, even if I'm not the one, I will help you find someone because mm -hmm. I know how isolating it is. I, I just want to be a, a I don't even want to cry, but I almost feel like I could cry because so many people helped me and the people who helped me always ended up being the folks that were the underdogs in our community. Mm -hmm. It was dark. The skin. people that had the least to give are always yes. the people that give the most. Oh my God. It's like, I've gotten more help from people who were homeless or I've gotten more help yep. from people who, you know, and then people who have so, so, so much don't, don't give. Yeah at all maybe they just don't know what it's like to struggle i think that's part of it too i think when you see people that have a little bit more money now that they're doing better but they used to struggle you'll also see those folks giving more too because they remember exactly what it's like i don't know i see a lot of people cosplaying poor on the internet and then living that's a different story that those are people that don't actually again don't know what struggle is they're just aesthetically pretending to be poor but like people that actually like have known either poverty or want or like come from families that you know what I mean like people that have had actual life experience with this shit they also are because like I said I'm the person that shows up to the play party two hours early to make the food to make sure everyone eats because I know that some of the kids that are at the queer and trans play party that's their main meal today yeah it's a it's a generous spirit that's what I want from more people I want generosity of of energy of time like Yes. That's the only way. If you have extra, then give it to someone else. Stop fucking hoarding. And, 
it doesn't necessarily even need to be money. You, if you're generous with your time, your knowledge, mm-hmm. your organizational skills, everyone has something that they can give. And if we all do that, we create community and it's amazing. And it catches the people that need to be caught. And then they're the next people that turn around and are able to, to give generously once they're in a better place. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Let's stop now while I have a little hope in my heart. Yes, I'm glad we managed to find a little hope at the end. So go out, create community, make the world a better place in small ways because it makes much bigger difference than you think. Mad love from Mean Mommy. Bye. Bye.